Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, wherever in the world you are. Regardless, one thing we can all agree on, it's Friday. Happy Friday. Welcome to another edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. I'm Spencer Israel. I got Joel here. I got Mitch here. Uh, the market's going down. We will talk about that. It went down yesterday. It's going down again this morning. So we, we will talk about um, just that price action. Um, and, and, and we all have thoughts on, on, on what it means here. Uh, story of the day is two things. It's banks and casinos. Those are your two themes of the day, at least early on, uh, the banks because they had earnings, and the casinos uh, because there is some news out of Macau. We would talk about all of that. Tim Seymour is the guest today from CNBC's Fast Money, also Seymour Asset Management. He'll be on the show at 8.35. Always excited to talk to Tim. Uh, that being said, you know what to do. Hit the like button. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your friend's mom's neighbor. We're starting our show right now. This is Pre-Market Prep with Joel Conan, Dennis Dick, and Spencer Israel. Joel! Good morning, Spencer. How you doing? You fired up? I'm fired up because, well, I'm always fired up for a three-day weekend. <laughs> How about a week? A week away from you puppies, man. I know. We're going to miss you next week. You are. And you know what? I, I have just, oh, man. I just hope the market just doesn't completely come unraveled and we go down to like 3,500. Uh, we're down 34 and three quarters handles. We got a huge number on the, on the downside uh, to keep an eye on. Crude up 11 cents at 82.23. Gold down 90 cents at 18.2070. Silver back under 23, down room 222 at 22.94. Bitcoin down 685 at uh, 41.990. Ethereum down 59.50 at 32.050. Apple down a buck 59. Microsoft down 280. Google down 371. Amazon down 18.28. <laughs> Tesla down 20. We get it. We get it. Four and a half. We get it. Yes. Bear party. We get it. (laughs) The bears are partying in the streets. Yeah. Don't say that word. I almost, I almost got Spencer on something yesterday and he, and he backed out Dennis. I tried to do, what was the bat? I tried to do a 15 handle bet when we were, and I actually gave, I was giving up the edge. We were trading at 466 in the spider. Okay. And I wanted to take um I wanted to take 450 and I was gonna give him 480. And I was giving up the edge. And he wouldn't do it. He knew. He knew. He didn't want, want this. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't no. do it. I know you wouldn't have done it either. I, I know no, I, I actually was analyzing and I'm like looking at those cues. So here's my thought around 935, 940. I got done the open pretty fast and I'm sitting there and I was analyzing the cues on the technicals and I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, we have like just like a perfect, really 
fifty percent retracement. Bring up the chart of the Qs. Give me my thought okay. process here. We kind of okay. had, you know, we fell from four hundred four down to three seventy. Let's call that roughly. Let's we'll, you know, round to four hundred five, just because four hundred four fifty eight. So just to keep it simple, thirty five points. So, and then we've had, you know, a twenty point rally. So a little over a fifty percent, but we just were not. Right on the first like 10, 15 minutes, they kind of wanted to go higher, but they just, you know, were bumping around. I'm like, they don't want to go through yesterday's high. And then I'm looking, you know, at the chart even further. And I think we might have mentioned this 390 on the queues um, yesterday, but you could just kind of see it's just kind of a number that just stands out because um, that's where we bought them back in November. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, there's just so many reasons to sell this rally. There's so many reasons. And I'm looking at my long-term portfolio, and I'm like, I'm so heavily weighted Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Q straight up. I'm like, my portfolio is probably 40% those stocks. It's probably more than the spy. You know, it's heavily those stocks. I'm like, I got to sell some of these Qs. And I didn't want to sell some Qs, but then I forgot. I have a few Qs in one of my registered accounts, which is one of those registered accounts that you don't have to pay the tax. So I'm like, because I'm way up on the queues. I mean, my average cost basis on QQQ is $41. So I'm like, I don't want to realize that gain on the QQQs because I think there's going to be a 10% fall, you know, and then, and, you know, all of a sudden you get dinged with a huge tax bill on it. But in the registered account, you don't have to sell. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to dump all those queues out of the registered accounts. I don't have to pay the gain on those ones. So I did. And... 20 minutes later, it's just started tanking and tanking and tanking. So I was like, I felt really good about that sale on those QQQs. I think I dumped out, and it's, again, the Canadian equivalent. So it's like, I don't know, it's, it's, it, it tracks in, in Toronto Stock Exchange. I think it's like ZQQ or something. I can't even remember what the hell the symbol is. But it's the QQQs uh, trading on the Toronto Stock Exchange is tracking it. Um, but I think I sold around like 388 and a half. Wow. And the high of the day, obviously, 389. And then now, 377. Now, 374. And I was like, I wish I would have sold all the queues. But anyways, I'm out of some of my queue position. Just trying to get less weighted to those mega casts because I think it's going to get ugly, man. I think that's, you know, just where we are. Now, again, we just sold off so substantially. You're probably going to get another bounce. But the word of the 2022 is chop. That's going to continue. You had the big sell-off early. You had the big rally in the last few days. Now, yesterday, you get the big sell-off again. You're going to retest those lows, apparently, today in just two days. But the market is not cheap. We got Fed raising interest rates. The macro picture is just not pretty. We got this growth trade that just will not stop hammering stocks. Do they eventually come for FANG for the Facebooks, Amazons, Apples, Googles, Microsofts? They might. And, you know, and I'm just too exposed there. And there already are, actually. Uh, yesterday, they came for them again. So, two last couple of days, great selling opportunity. Today, not so much of a great selling opportunity. Are you going to scalp them? Are you going to buy them back? Maybe. But yeah. I'm heavily weighted that. Like, it didn't start that way, Joel. It's just that, that those stocks yep. have just grown so much in my portfolio. And, like, I haven't reweighted in years, like, really. You know, I've bought stuff. And, you know, some of your other stuff hasn't grown as much. Those stocks just continue to grow. I mean, I'm up like 650% in Apple, like, I don't know, 1,000% in Google. I think my original buy on Google was like $500, and then they did the split, and they gave me the two stocks. So my Google average cost base on Google, I think, is $250. So I'm up over 1,000% in Google. I mean, you know, these stocks have just grown to be whales in my portfolio. And I'm looking at them thinking, I'm just too heavily those five stocks. 
So I think, no, I probably won't rebuy it. And I think instead, I'll probably rebuy some other stuff with those cues that I sold yesterday. And it wasn't a huge amount of cues. It probably added up to 10% of my cues holdings. But at least, you know, it, it was Ooh. something. You know, yeah. so I got a little bit, you know, you get a little more cash getting ready for, you know, if you do get a 10 to 15 to 20% correction, which wouldn't be much in the big scheme of things. I mean, you know, we no, haven't had a, a big correction at all. I mean, in the, in the small stuff we have. And that's the whole thing. Like, everybody keeps asking, when are you buying Robinhood? When are you buying these things? And I'm oh. like, there's going to be a time and a place to buy Robinhood. But Karen Feinerman maybe said it perfect on CNBC yesterday. Um, I've used this analogy before, too. It's like a pendulum. So just as much as the pendulum got overshot, so the value's in the middle. And you have this pendulum that swings back and forth, you know, the real fundamental values of companies. So, you know, as just as much as, like, in February of 2021, the pendulum was way up here. Everything was massively overvalued, just got stupid. The pendulum doesn't stop when they get to fair value. It usually overshoots, and then they get just ridiculously dirt cheap. So, you know, is Robinhood ridiculously dirt cheap as space? Well, some of these companies aren't even making money, so it's hard to say that yet. So if you're striking early, you probably bought Robinhood at 25 or 20 or 15. I mean, it has even stopped going down. You can say, oh, well, you got a little double bond lean on. You can put that trade on, but if it makes a new low, I always say when a stock's making a new low, you got to go. So if you decide you want to buy Robinhood today at $15, you better be stopping yourself out 25, 30 cents down. So you could put that trade on and it might work out. Maybe we bet. What if it was but... just like a, a canary in a coal mine that, that that company even became you know public? You know, the pandemic, crypto. I mean, I mean Robinhood. Okay, so here's my thoughts on Robinhood. I think at a certain point in time, you know, it would be a takeout candidate at a certain point in time. But is that time now? Not really. I don't think it's now. I think, you know, it's still trading with, what, a $13 billion valuation doesn't make any money. Plus, let's look at their major clientele. Their major clientele is obviously retail. It's a retail brokerage, so it's all retail. Um, the majority of their customers are probably down significantly because the majority of retail traders are trading all these story stocks. So there's going to be their I'm worried that their quarter is going to be uglier because oh. those people aren't going to be as active. What those is the most important are, are, thing? The, the, their clients are not institutional clients that are buying and holding. Yeah. They're active traders and the active, you know, short-term trader has been trading the wrong stocks here. You know, there's yeah. a, like I we just know from my my Twitter feed this questions I get about are 80%, 4 out of 5 at least are about arc stocks you know about these you know gross stocks it's never about coca-cola it's never about berkshire <laughs> hathaway i don't know if i've ever even had somebody tweet at me with a question what do you think about berkshire hathaway i get robin hood every single day i get somebody messaging me on twitter messaging me somewhere on social media hunting down even an email or something and and trying to find and ask me about robin hood i get asked about that stock Every single You know day. why I'm no one's going to take them out? I'm just going to pick a bone, not pick a bone, but you know why no one's going to take them out? I'm not saying that it's imminent, no, but I think I, I mean, I'm not. No, no, no. Why? 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 Who, who wants a bunch of $87 accounts? Yeah, $125 Well, they accounts. want accounts, though. And that's, yeah. You know, we, we've already seen this before. You know, E-Trade, obviously, you know, like we've seen the, the major retail brokerages get bought before. There will be a time and play. If Robinhood went down like five bucks, 
Okay, fine. I, I think you're going to get somebody that's going to take it up. But, but uh, is it is it worth point? 13 billion? I don't know. Like it's yeah. difficult. There's, What's interactive brokers worth? Jo- Joel's oh. point is is half the va- half the value is on the new accounts, but the other half the value is on the assets under management. And if the AUM, there ain't a ton. Right. Yeah. If you're getting a million, I'd like to accounts, see a chart of that. I'd like to see a chart of. Can you get uh, you guys got connections at Robinhood? Could you get a, get on with them and see what? Uh, I mean, I, the, I, I, I bet you it's, it's probably gone. it's probably in their investor deck. Honestly. It's probably been probably one of the. I think at a certain charts. point in time, Robinhood will get taken out. I just okay. don't know if it's got more pain ahead. I'm worried that the pendulum has, was way up here, and it's obviously swung. But I realize we haven't. I'm I'm worried we haven't swung all the way down yet. Like, it, would it be absurd to think that Robinhood could fall under ten bucks? It could. At a certain point in time, it will hit that value area, though, where it will be attractive. But I'm not going to be the hero and say that that area is now when the stock hasn't even stopped going down. I mean, everybody's tried to be a hero on the stock for the last three months, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15. Stocks do stop at zero. But if you buy it at 15. Stop before zero a lot of times, too. We're killing Spencer. We're here, killing here's, Spencer Here's here. another thing, too, though. If, stock, if you buy a stock at $15 and it goes to 10 you just lost thirty three percent of your money. That's a lot of money to lose. Could it go to ten? Could it go to eight? It could. I don't want to lose half my money on that, so I don't want to be early. I want it to stop going down first. And if somebody takes it out, you know, on the way down, I'm going to say I missed it. But I'm going to say there ain't that many people that are just jumping and worrying about taking over Robinhood right now. There's more people just, you know, more companies right now just worrying about their own businesses. So, right. well, you know, and running their own businesses. It. They're not let's... buying some retail brokerage that's just going straight down. They look, they look and they see what's going on there. And you see, you talk to Chuck. I mean, look at that stock. They've yeah, all been monsters. Yeah. But they have the institutional business behind them. Right. Robinhood doesn't have that big institutional customer. I'm sure there's some. But I don't know. They, do you think they, do you think an do, institution do you think they has have a Robinhood institutional account? customers? I don't know. I don't think they have one. Um, well, they might have a couple, but I, they don't have a ton of institutional money. And that's where the big money is. You know, retail is 26% of the market. There's some money there. But like you said, Joel, a bunch of eighty, a bunch of $100 accounts that are now $50 accounts, I, I don't know if that's, you know, is that attractive. All right. Uh, well, let's let's segue. This is a good segue into uh, the banks, right? The, 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 the firms that do have the institutional accounts. Uh, uh, in the news. Good segue. Morning, nice save. I mean, that was a 15-minute tangent on Robinhood right there. <laughs> but, but JP I get asked about it every day. Everybody wants right. to talk well, about Yeah, it, so just tell them to listen to pre-market prep. <laughs> JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, all reporting earnings this morning. Do them all together. Yeah, JP Morgan. Okay, so yeah, JP Morgan, uh, earnings beat, sales beat. Wells Fargo, earnings beat, sales beat. Uh, Citigroup was out at 8 o'clock, earnings beat, sales beat. Uh, so the headline numbers were good. Uh, obviously, that does not dictate necessarily what the stock would do. Uh, I just I noted this comment from the J.P. Morgan report. They 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 said that they actually uh, they released uh, or they they, they took a one point eight billion dollar net benefit from releasing reserves for loan losses that never came. They had this whole this huge stockpile of money they were saving for for loan losses and emergency. It turns out they didn't need it. Thank you very much, Jerome Powell. Anyway, uh, the stocks are mixed. J.P. Morgan is is deeply in the red here this morning. Uh, last I checked, Wells Fargo was trading higher, and it still is. Uh, and City is also down. Uh, but that, there are your numbers. Headline numbers. They were all good. I might use some like QQQ money to buy the banks. 
I was just um, thinking I, that. I have some bank exposure, but I'd like to increase my bank exposure. We know I did that a little bit, you know, when I talked about it a couple months ago, but I didn't do it a ton. I, I think I actually would be buying the dip on some of these banks here. JP Morgan won 60 maybe yep. challenges. Yep. Again, we're, we're not in Kansas anymore, though. So my, my thought process isn't, you know, in my long-term portfolio, oh, I need exposure. I need exposure. Because I don't think it's going to be a great year for stocks. I love the trading. I'm going to be trading. I think I'm going to have a good trading year. But I'm not so worried that my investment account, it, you know, I need to double my investment account this year. I'm not that, you know, I, I think it's more protecting capital on the investment Trading range, maybe. I think the best thing. The trading the, range. I don't yeah. think the S&Ps, I think the S P could have a down year. Well, it could. Yeah, it, it very well could. Just uh, drilling to. down on the technicals. Man, JP Morgan gave you all kinds of opportunity to, to get out before the report. We talk about how a lot of times it runs into the report. Pre-market low, uh, 161. Uh, Dennis mentioned a decent area here. Uh, you could get, I'd look at that area. If it takes out that 161, uh, you could do a little gap fill here. And that gap fill that would take you down to... 159.29. So that one 160 area, at least on the first time, if they get it down there today, I'm looking for a little bounce. Did you do the other ones, Citigroup? Did you do those uh yeah, earnings for yeah, there? Yeah, okay. Yeah. City yeah, them all together. We don't look at City that much. Uh that's down two forty-three. No gaps to fill in this one. Sixty-five. Uh I don't know. I mm, I want more bank exposure. Mm, yeah. If you don't have any bank exposure, I think it's a decent chance to put some exposure on so i think the jp morgan sell off even though i haven't dug and read the report yet maybe i will dig into the details once we get done the show here i can't do it live on the show just to look at it but i think 160 jp morgan yep. um, what about city I, I just think City's i want a little tougher it's a little I, tougher. jp morgan's always best of breed you know yep. jamie diamond they ran themselves they didn't, even, they didn't dilute themselves well, fargo's going the other way Wells fargo is best of breed actually <laughs> no, well yeah but i'm not looking in the short term here like today i'm saying uh, uh, well most well-run bank has been jp morgan i'm, I'm looking time. at the last several months i'll i'll uh, well bring up a chair for the last 10 years and look at wells fargo <laughs> okay I, it's I, gone I, nowhere jp I, morgan has went from 60 to 160 since 2015 wells fargo has went from 55 to 55. I'm just talking about the last couple of months. Okay. Give me, cut me some slack here. All right. Yeah. Don't, don't jump all so over. When I, but, what, but you're jumping on when I say best of breed. Fine. Best of breed is a fundamental Ooh, thing. Not, not like, oh, this is hot today. This is the best of breed. Best of breed is from a fundamental perspective. That's the best run bank, in my opinion. All right. I was half joking. Give me a break. Right. <laughs> I'm but I hope you today. guys you get along tell. when I'm done. I don't like it when I'm losing money in my long term portfolio. Um, but yeah, Wells is, I mean, Wells is strong again today. So it's continuing. It's yeah. Wells did get a pop, (laughs) but boy, they sold the living daylights out of that one. Wow. 57, 80, this thing got to 57, 80 plus 57, 88, your pre-market high. Forget about that. You got to do a reset on this thing and see what happens if it gets back up to 57, uh, 57, 18. And Dennis, when you were, you know, you were talking about your overall portfolio and I told you, I'm making a prediction on this. I bet you Warren peeled out of some apple. I, I bet you he, he's such, he's such a smart guy. I bet you, you know, if they were talking, it got to be 40, 45% of his portfolio. You know, he, you know, he was trimming that. I don't been. know if he was buying anything else, but I bet you a wooden nickel on that one. 
and and but we talk all the time about buying dips on stocks in, in uptrends. These are all stocks in uptrends, and no doubt. And even Wells, even Wells Fargo now is you know is, is off its pre market high, and it looks like it's trying to turn red for the morning. Uh, and so it's these are a long dip. ways. Forty eight right. to fifty seven. There's no dip here right. to buy. City JP City JP Morgan though is what I'm talking. Is really I like the JP Morgan dip. Right, the yep, one sixty. That's a, ran a long ways too. That's a long term. I like City back at fifty eight and sixty. I was saying it, and I was taking heat. Sixty two, I liked it. Sixty, I liked it. Fifty eight, and finally I turned it around. So sixty five gets back sixty one, sixty two. I like it down there. I don't the one thing is in this environment, we are not in this environment where I think you're gonna have you know, like people have FOMO and they had it two days ago and they're like, oh, I've missed it. I missed the bottom. I Anyway, mean, people like, did we miss the bottom on the cues? And I'm like, I don't think so. I can get another shot. I can get another shot the next day. <laughs> Today. That's the kind of market we're in here yeah. right now. They're hitting first. Like, there is institutional money that's taking money off the table on every rally. And there are people who are getting spanked and all this other, you know, crap, basically, you know, where all these, you know, growth stocks that play nosebleed. And they're going to try to raise cash when there's rallies and other stuff as well. I still don't think the people who are buying all these value stocks are safe either because they've run too far. So really what I'm buying might buy a little JP Morgan maybe today on the dip, but I'm really buying nothing. I Puts. don't mind having some cash. I don't think we're going to miss the boat. I think it's, I think we could look at this and be in the same spot we are a year from now. So just keep using your tra- trade, do all your trading, buying dips, selling rips, but don't chase moves here right now. Cause it always, you always seem to get another chance and maybe we should go to this one. There is a news headline SWAV. Let's talk this stock. Because this is how stupid this market is. And I tweeted out this, you know, last week when the stock took off on a rumor. It went up 24% that somebody might potentially be sniffing around. And the stock goes from 183 to 207 after hours on the Dow Jones report. Right here. Somebody might be sniffing around. 210. It went to 210. Yeah. After hours, two hundred and ten dollars after. There it is, Joel. You can see it. That was back yep, on the. Summer. That's on the bottom left Those chart. That's gifts, a sixty-minute pre-market after-hours chart. Those are gifts because one, even if they take it out, is it going to have a twenty-four percent premium? Might not even have a twenty-four percent premium. They might be overpaying right there. Two, if nothing comes about the rumor, the stock's going to probably leak back down. And not only leak back down, now you get some a headline here. There's some competition from, I believe, it's CSII. Uh, if you bring up the pro cardiovascular, or, 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 I don't know if that one's it. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. CSII. Was that the one that's competition? Well, I don't, I don't know. know. That's that's what Cardiovascular Systems Inc. is. Yeah, there was something. There's a headline there from last night on competition form, and they're down ten bucks here. They're way off from where they were. They were down eighteen last night on the on, at the worst time. I'm trying to just make sure I got the comp. The comp- I don't follow this industry. Okay. Uh, so I'm just trying to make sure I got the the. the the headline, right? Do you have it in the pro? The headline. I, I'm I'm dropping a ETF comment in the chat. Sorry. Um, oh, so you weren't looking for me. No, I'll see if I can find that headline. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, cardiovascular systems. Um, it is CSII. So with a, uh, some competition, maybe form here. So there was a headline from I believe it was CSII. Okay. If I'm if I'm not wrong, or maybe it's not. I don't know. Anyways, because I don't see CSII moving, which is what's throwing me off here. But okay. I thought it was CSII. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. But anyways, that's why yeah. the stock's trading down here. But the point I'm making is that when you get 24% rallies on stocks on rumors, you sell them. You don't hesitate. You sell them. 
You don't think, oh, I'm going to get 30% or 40%. We're not in Kansas anymore. This isn't the environment. Just like my JD trade. I got up 22%. I put a long-term portfolio, sell it. Because you know what? It'll eventually probably go back down in this market. That's what this market does. Shockwave Medical, four days later, gives it all back. Down to $170, gives it all back and more. Maybe if you want to buy it now, maybe this is the time to buy it. I don't know. I don't follow the story. Maybe there was something to the rumor. But don't chase them up 24%, man. You're chasing stocks 24%. You are on the wrong side of the trade in this market. Okay, let's go to casinos here. This is the other big story of the morning. Big story. Big yeah. story. Uh, and, and, and this is a lesson in the the, the value of, of of when an unknown becomes a known. Even if the even if the news itself isn't inherently that positive, when unknowns become knowns, when 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 uh, when uh, had rumors of a, a headline or a deal or a new rule, when those become solidified then that's valuable, right? And, and that's worth a premium. So the news today is out of Macau that they're basically uh, capping the number of casino licenses in, in Macau. And they're also uh, cutting the term, uh, the, the length of the, of the license term um, for casinos. Um, and uh, if you think back, what well, was it? October? Was it September? I don't even remember anymore. Uh, there was a, these rumors, reports that China was going to crack down on the cow. They were going to create some new rules. It was going to hurt the casinos there. Um, well, this is what's going to happen now. The, the, those those rumors are that's reality, and this is what the rules are. They're cutting the uh, the the, ter- the length of the term, and they're uh, capping the number of licenses you, that you can have. Uh, in Macau, but that's valuable. Now that that known is a, that unknown is a known, we can we can all move past it. It's a headline. We can all move move on. Move past. So now, this is tricky. This is a tricky. So now the 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 four major movers off this are your are your major casino companies with operations in Macau, and there are four of them: Las Vegas Sands, Win, Melco, which is MLCO, and then to a lesser extent MGM. But those are those are the four. Like Penn is not going to move off this because because Penn has no exposure in Macau, so this is not this doesn't concern them at all. But your your Las Vegas Sands, your Win, your Melco, your MGM are moving off. Off this headline the unknown is now unknown we can all move on very know. interesting here this yeah, is a you. big pop um if you if you weren't out there and you didn't get the pre-market high that that's 93.60 it's just so important to get up there and get through there um i'll just give you one number and uh win and for me that's 92.78 uh you fill the gap when you go through 90 it looks like you're going to do that so See if we can get 92.78, then look at the pre-market high. If they, you know, if people just start to lock in profits in this one, I, I don't know how far how far down it's go. Dennis, do you want to do win or I know I'll, what you're going to say? I mean, they're a both, win and then these LBS. are both overshoots. Eight ten percent on this headline. Nah, I I, I think that. it's an overshoot. I'd fade it. I don't know if yeah. I'm shorting it, but if I was long it, I'd ring the register and move Cha-ching. on. I think you yeah. know what? You could probably get it back at 38 bucks in a week. Yeah. I don't. I, 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 we don't know anything, but this is the kind of market environment that this is the kind of headline that I want to fade. Forty three. So I do like the casinos. The one thing I would say why I wouldn't short them is because I kind of like the reopening thought process here. Yes, sir. Of a reopening yep. coming. I think we're going to get past. I've said this, you know, multiple times in the show in the last two weeks. I think in two in a, a week or two, the cases are going to start going down. I think we're going to start getting past Omicron, and I think casinos and the reopening trade could be for real. So I want I kind of want to own these stocks, but I'm not paying up eight percent. 
So right. if I if I own them, I'd be like, okay, well, that's a windfall overnight. I would take the money and run and then try to get them back maybe in a few days. Maybe that doesn't happen. Maybe they just take off and blast off without you. Maybe this headline is more important than I'm giving it credit for. But I can see again and again, the same story keeps happening here. Stocks get popped 8 10% on headlines, and then they just start leaking because there's just too many people that are bag holders in these stocks. And there's too many people that don't, you know, that want to increase their cash exposure right now. Uh, you got to uh, 4290. Wow, that was, if you were looking at that, if you were looking at this high, you would have missed it because it was 43.23. So I'll do a little bit of a reset in this one. You're trading at 40.99 up 3.33. Wow, three highs, 41.55. Uh, that's what I would look for. If you feel like you missed the pre-market pop, 41.55 is a good level. If you like Dennis and you're maybe looking to buy this at the pullback, uh, you did have a bunch of tops right at 39.50. So can old, you know, if you can the old resistance be new support if it starts Wait, to fall? Hold on, Joel, stay, stay on that chart for a second. Uh, the top right chart is your daily, and that so that gap in, that's sort of in the middle there isn't, yep. isn't isn't that September or no? Is that further to the right? It's I can't tell. I'm looking at that. There's the, a gap. This gap here, yeah, that, is, that that's is, filling that pretty easy. Thirty nine, thirty six. Is that is that September? When is that? That was November twenty. Uh, the it's it went down on the twenty fourth. So okay, the day so, before so if, if you zoom out and go, keep going to the left there uh, on that chart, you you see a gap down in in the middle of September. That was the first headline. There's also a huge volume spike that day. Uh, this is in Las Vegas Sands. That was the headline that uh the, that the Chinese go- down. The Chinese government's going to take. Uh, in, in interest and in, uh, in Macau and and maybe uh, increase their oversight and that got everybody interesting. Spooked. That got everyone spooked. So that was mid September. That was at the forty three area somewhere around there, right? So that's almost where we got right to. here. It's just got to be this gap down, exactly, right? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Good point, Spencer. Good point, Raf. Boy, you're doing good. That's hey, great. I'll, t- I'll great tell call. you how. I'll tell you how I found that. It took me literally two seconds. All I did was I went into Benzinger Pro. I typed in the word Macau. In the newsfeed, and I just scrolled for like ten seconds. Nice, until Good I job. Shot in You know, that's all I did. You uh, get a keyword, star for that. Keyword searching—it's a valuable tool. Um, and also, Mitch says I have to play this song for you, Joel. I don't, I don't know what this is. Mitch says I need to play it. I don't know what it is either. It, it, it was a here comes the money thing. I have no idea. Anyway, sorry, Mitch. I played. I tried. Uh, he said you were asking for that. So whatever. Moving on. No, uh, no, no. That was money, money, money. That was that, oh, that song. Yeah. Oh, oh the, is that, that, that's uh, what's that from the 80s? Right. That's uh, yeah. That's, don't, uh, you guys we play that the other day. We don't want to go through this tangent. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay. okay. Move, moving right along. Moving right along. It's 831. Uh, we, what uh, about Sam? Boston beer. Oh, yeah. This stock yeah, let's talk gets about a little that. rally. And this this guidance cut has got to be one of the worst guidance cuts I've seen in a long time. Tell us about it, Spencer. Uh, Spencer, we're losing your mic. Sorry, I'm here. Are you with okay. me? Uh, real quick, someone in the chat asked about Benzinger Pro. Link is up on the screen. Uh, okay, Sam Adams, um, Boston, Boston beer, beer, Boston Beer, the parent company of Sam Adams. Um, they said yesterday that they are going to go from uh, making money uh, this year to potentially just breaking even uh, for the year. And the reason, I'll read you exactly 
Spencer, is something going? Is that yeah, losing power or something at the office or something? Your, your, your voice is coming in and out. Are we okay? I think we're okay, Joel. Yeah, it Do sounds I... like a, a power issue. No, Joel. it sounds like internet choppy internet. Am I okay? Check now you're coming out. in and out a bit. Okay, okay, go. Okay, sorry. Uh, I'll do my best here to speak slower. So, uh, Sam Adams, Boston Beer Company, said they're going to uh, pr- maybe break even for the year. And this is exactly what the filing said. Sure. Um, it said demand is strong, yada, yada, yada. However, uh, the company. Never want to has- see however. Right. <laughs> however, the company now estimates that shipment growth for products and gross, gross margins will be below guidance. The estimated lower shipment growth is primarily a result of more aggressive wholesaler inventory reduction than expected and here's the kicker primarily affecting truly they rode the seltzer wave up and now they're riding it back down additionally due to higher than expected supply chain costs supply chain is a problem we're spending more money on supply chain yada 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 so um truly the the seltzer fed they wrote it up they're riding it back down anyway the takeaway here again is they went from saying uh, hey, our original guidance was that we thought this year we were going to make. Um, you know, okay, Spencer's right? cutting in and out, so I'm just going to take over here. If you can hear me clearly, let me know. Um, $1,349 uh, was the high here. The stock, obviously, this was February of 20. This is, again, just going back to the charts when everything topped out. I guess it was April that it topped out a little bit later, but. This has been straight down for eight, 10 months. We're talking about stocks down 70% from the highs. Now they're lower in guidance and they're knocking it down and not even making money this year. I mean, holy mackerel, what a terrible story this has been for anybody who's bought the stock in the last you know, year or two. I guess if you bought over a year ago, you're okay, but they bought in the last six months. Ouch. I don't know. Like, I'm not buying. going to try to call a bottom on a stock when they're cutting guidance to not even making money. Because one thing we keep saying on this show consistently is this market wants to buy stocks with companies that are making money. And all of not a sudden, you went from money, a company yeah. making money to not making money, you all of a sudden went really into the doghouse. And if it wasn't the doghouse before it is now, it's down 44 points here this morning, down 9% deserved, in my opinion. Not buying the dip. Can you hear me better now? I just fucked you with just, my... You, you're good, and then you're not good. You're good yeah, I don't know what not. it is. It, it sounds like the internet the chat says not to turn my head, so I'm not trying not to turn maybe my head. Maybe you got to turn your head anymore. Maybe got a loose, uh, a loose wire or something. Yeah, I, I may have a loose, a loose wire. screw, loose screw in the head loose, or something. Loose connection, loose connection. All right. So if you really thought you missed buying this at the bottom, you might get a shot today or the next couple of days. A double monthly bottom at four thirty-five twelve. Oh, you're gonna get a shot uh, today. It's four thirty-nine, Joel. It's there. I think it takes it out. I see at four forty-four. What I see. Yeah, right wow. now, four hundred dollars yeah. stock. Is four bucks. <laughs> four thirty-five. Right there. You're going to get a shot. Four thirty-five. Four forty is one percent away. It just fell nine percent. It can easily fall ten percent. I agree. I'm saying if you, I'm not buying it. I'm just saying if you it want might to bounce. Buy it, yeah, it might bounce there. I, it's a big level. It's going to go through it. I mean, it's it's it's, it's too clean. Want, I mean, want, actually, it's too clean. Want to hit some stops there? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, Maybe if it goes down through it, you know, 35, 34, 33, 31, 28, they fill all the cell stops at 25 and everyone's so bummed. Then it goes 30, 35, 40, 45. That's if my... I'm buying dips today, I'd rather buy a dip yeah, on a good one. company like JP Morgan instead of a t- company that's not going to even make money now like Boston Beer. So I'm eyeing up JP Morgan, not Boston Beer. Good call. 
well, we don't know if it's a good call yet. Maybe it's going to yeah. be a bad call, but that's the call. <laughs> wow. Tim Seymour here? Uh, not yet. This was a $1,300 stock. Yeah, I know. Why? That's why they're insane. 400 bucks now. Who's paying 1300 What were What was their top of their earnings? Bring up the Benzinga Pro. We'll do this earnings again because people liked this yesterday. Yeah. Go to the Pro. I want to see their earnings for Boston Beer, and I want to see what they were paying. Was Ooh, Boston yeah. Beer just making money hand over fist last year when it was going 1300 or were people just getting too excited Again, we're going to go into the Benzinger Pro. We're going to check out the earnings for SAM and see what the history looks like. And we're looking around when, like last year? Is no, that they're just out of the quarter. So they made some money. Yeah, $6 EPS for a Q3 2020. For, yeah, they, I mean, they're, they were, I mean, yeah, they were making money. They, they were making they good money. In but April, yeah, April let's add up four of those quarters and just go, you know, if you don't want to do it, it's 14 bucks. You're paying a fourteen hundred dollars for fourteen dollars of earnings. That sounds like a hundred times earnings to me. <laughs> that sounds like a big yeah. payout for a for a beer beer stock. Yeah, I'm 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 just just look at the seltzer bottom. seltzer. Just look at the bottom line too. Six hundred million Q two twenty one compared. They, to four, they grew. Four, they were growing. They were. Oh yeah, they were growing. For but sure. now all of a sudden that growth is gone. And now all of a sudden, you know, at least in the short term, it sounds like that growth is going to be gone. And yeah. you know, when growth stocks stop growing or slow down their growth, look out below. All right. So so Tim Seymour is here, but his his camera situation is. Uh, oh yeah, Tim live from his. Where is he in a car? Are you in a boat? Tim? I'm in. I'm in a New York City taxi, gentlemen. There's, in no, a there's no other way to do this. And and I figured, you know, look, let me show up masked. And uh, uh, it's earning season. Things are on the fly. So why not me be on the fly? It was a, kind of a weird day on the home front, getting the kids off to school. So uh, All right. you know, I hope. It, I hope Thank you. Okay. Thank yeah. you. I hope everything is okay on the home front. So awesome. Tim's live from a New York City taxi. Um, Not an Uber? Come on, man. I'm a man of the people. You kidding? Yeah. (laughs) Nice. First of all, let's let's give a salute out to our yellow taxi drivers out there who've gone through a tough time, man. I mean, you got let's let's keep these guys. I agree. These guys in business. They they do a great job. So nice. You got to be in a pretty good mood today, though. Rangers three nothing last night, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I tell you what. I mean, it, it's I love been talking a tough road trip. Yeah, the Rangers have been hit by the COVID bug, like everybody. Um, but look, this is a, a team that hasn't made the playoff in four years, so we're we're not thinking too far ahead. Let's get into the playoffs, and uh, I think we've got a great core here. I think we've got a goalie that's as good as any in the league if he stays healthy. Yeah. And um, you know, we'll hopefully see uh, see you in in May and June. I mean, you know, but for now. Let's get into the playoffs, and it's a very tough Eastern Conference. It, it's stacked, man. I mean, you forget about the Bruins, who are starting to make a run. Yeah, we should turn this into a hockey show, which I know that you know a lot of people would prefer we did. But uh, <laughs> I've been trying to do that for market. years. <laughs> Tim, uh, what are your overall market thoughts here? You know, we're obviously down this morning, down yesterday, but broadly speaking, ra- stuck in this range, right? So I'm, I'm just curious, like, yeah. are, are, are you? Are, are you on the? Are you on the? Are you on either side, or are you just hanging out in the middle here? As I say on Fast Money all the time, you know, more Fed equals more volatility, and and my view is that you know yesterday was not an insignificant day, even in a world where we've gotten a lot of Fed commentary over the last six to eight weeks about higher rates. Everybody knows we're going higher. Everybody, you know, hopefully listening to this show feels normalizing interest rates is the best thing for this country if it's done the right way, and that the Fed painted themselves into a corner, you know, pick your cliche and your metaphor. Um, but but as far as I'm concerned, 
when you had uh, the most dovish Fed member, uh, the nominated vice chairman, Lael Brainerd, talking about three, maybe four rate hikes and that they're, you know, very focused on labor markets and, you know, the the inflationary side of the equation here. Um, you know, then you had, you know, Chicago's Evans, then you had Parker. I mean, everybody chimed in and, and it was, hold, hold on one second, guys. Yeah. Right here, halfway down the block, buddy. Thank you very much. I love it. Um, all right. Sorry. So, you know, it, it, to me again, let's yesterday's fed discussion and, and everything that we heard, I think is very significant for markets in that, um, I think the fed scrambling and they're, I think they believe they're further behind and they, they sent us a message yesterday that actually, you know, again, Chicago's Evans was three bid off four offered on rate hikes. And it sounds like they're, they're willing to, to move as fast as they feel like they need to. And again, yeah, they've always said that, but I think what we heard yesterday was was even some more urgency. Um, I think what that does to, you know, you talked about the growth companies. I heard the earlier part of the conversation that if you don't grow, you know, it's good night, Louise. And, and, you know, I think, look, as much as we've seen a lot of those companies already re-rate to the downside, I think, look, I think there's still some more room to go in, in high growth companies. So um, I know, you know, we had banks reporting this morning and, and, you know, let's, Let's not forget that J.P. Morgan earned more money in 2011 um, than they ever have and significant in 2021, excuse me, than they ever have significantly better than pre pandemic numbers. And the fact that they're, you know, their their four Q sequential was down a bit. No big deal. Hold on one second. This is fine, buddy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm paying you cash because that's what I do. This is great. <laughs> nice. Keep the change. Um, and, uh, not Bitcoin. I'm paying him Bitcoin. Yeah, no Bitcoin. Yeah, I, should, oh, I should be Bitcoining him. Hold on one second. <laughs> I need a Bitcoin. I'll send you a Bitcoin. <laughs> All right. Point zero 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 one Bitcoin. There, we go. there you go. How much would that be? I guess to be unmasked now. makes it tough to transact and what's $40,000. Here we are. Here we are. Welcome to uh, the streets in New York City. Um, nice. And um, so... Yeah, look, I, I, I just think that that markets right now, which are stuck in a range, are are obviously um, in a range that's a function of still not being clear on Fed policy and normalization, not being clear on. Uh, I really don't think this is a, an Omicron dynamic. I think this is a, a, about markets okay. finding the balance between um, where massive liquidity has meant you know, fantastic passive flows across a number of different, uh, you know, asset classes, but specifically mega cap tech. Um, but that there was an irrationality about a lot of the growth companies that people were investing in. And, and again, where do you hide? Or is there anywhere to hide? Yeah, where I mean, are you hiding? Yeah, yeah where are you, hide. of course. How are you is. positioning yourself? Of course, there is. And 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 I want to be clear. I don't. You know, this isn't a, a sky is falling kind of a dynamic. I think. I think the market can tolerate higher rates here, and I think there are a number of, of different uh, subsectors that, that can as well. I, I do think that some of this rotation into into cyclical and more value industrial um, uh, is, and you know, banks, financials. I, I do think that there's more of this to go. And and in fact, the problem with the banks this morning is that the banks rallied 12 to 15 percent into these numbers uh, as they often do. And, and as they often will take their earnings numbers and, 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 and you know, sell off, and I think banks are going to take a, a week to two weeks to, to get their footing, but that ultimately the dynamics are in place for a lot of these banks. Take JP Morgan, um, which not only has 
you know, the best balance sheet in, in the sector, but it really is growing in areas of, of high margin business. Their digital business is, is actually a pretty exciting part of their business. It also means enormous synergies uh, on expense uh, and, and just margin creation. So I think you've got a case here where, um, you know, banks can be owned here. And, and I do think that there's a case where some of the industrial stories that I, I, I think were uh, heavily impacted by supply disruption and, and all the dynamics that we, we've seen with the, the virus, I, I think, again, you're starting to see a softening of some of those dynamics. And I, I think, you know, valuations there are great. But look, um, I, I think, you know, for markets right now, we're still finding our place. And if you look at the, uh, uh, the NASDAQ, the triple Qs relative to the S&P, uh, I think, you know, down about six and a half percent in the last 12 sessions, but down, you know, we're, we're close overall in absolute terms to being, you know, correction territory again, and we might even get there today. But um, I don't think that's a reason to panic. I think you know, a lot of the, the, the fundamentals here underpinning the, the corporate earnings story um, are still pretty strong. Tim, can't let you go without talking cannabis for two seconds here. You, yeah. you of course, have yeah. the, the Amplify Seymour Cannabis ETF ticker. Uh, ticker CNBS. Um, is there is there any fundamental catalyst coming this year, or are we just stuck waiting for Washington to figure figure their their stuff out? Well, I, I think the the catalysts for for cannabis that are that are not macro um, yeah. are are related to uh, I think you know those companies that are separating themselves on brands that are actually going to see some insulation from pricing and margin pressure that is going on within the sector. And again, you you've seen. Um, you know, weighted average uh, wholesale prices of, of cannabis. So from from outdoor and greenhouse and indoor uh, all the way, you know, so that your your blended uh, price average across the country is down. It's down substantially. And I think analysts have slowly built that into their models and have been kind of late to, to, to actually price that in. It's part of the reason you're, you continue to get downgrades, even though the sector's down 60 to 70 percent. Yeah. Um, I, I think the good news is that some of the biggest companies and you know, some of the MSOs and, and even some of the single state operators are, are really starting to define and separate on brand. And I actually think that that gives them uh, some margin insulation. But I, I think, you know, let's be clear, as much as I want to believe this is a story where the fundamentals are uh, as it relates to the bottom up and even the growth on the addressable market. Uh, look, state by state, we're going to see a handful more states this year. I actually think you're going to see a couple um, very much red states come online. Um, or at least put in place programs that will be ready for the uh, the 24 elections. But I, I think you know that story continues to be really exciting, and I think it's you know it's as she goes. I don't think investors should be investing in cannabis necessarily based upon an expectation of some federal uh, catalyst. It yeah, doesn't mean that we won't get yeah. one. And I think the change in in the structure and possibly the the uh, the composition of the Senate. Uh, at midterm elections may actually force the Dems to do something before that. We'll see. Uh, that would be exciting. That would obviously be um, a massive moment for the sector, which is spring-loaded. I do think there's a ton of capital that wants to come in here. And I think for investors that are here now, um, be 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 confident you're, you're in ahead of a wall of capital and that fundamentals do matter, um, but you are still held subject to a, a lack of real institutional capital. Do you have an example or two of, of the, one of those brands that is separating themselves? Well, I, I'll just say that I, I think that uh, I think GTI is 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 certainly separating themselves. I do think Terrasand is separating themselves. I think quality matters here. Um, I think you've got companies that that really, again, back to the price of of, uh, of the underlying. I think you're you're seeing you know those companies that produce high quality product are are, are being rewarded. 
Um, so I think the uh, for investors out there, though, investing in uh, best of breed companies with pristine balance sheets, again, relative to cannabis, I, I think is a safe place to be. And I think, you know, I run an ETF, CNBS, where we take a diversified approach to the sector. We also own tech companies. I mean, like I own a company called Weedmaps, um, which which is going to have is probably trading now three times 22 sales. Um, this is this is a company that has a big, big business. It's a it's a marketplace business. Um, it's a high margin business and, and it's been punished. And I think it's a really interesting story. What's and the I symbol? Think, yeah. NBS. I'm sorry. No, oh, no. He mentioned maps. an individual. Oh, 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 we, oh, we, is it a public or that's over the counter, isn't it? No, yeah. CNBS, CNBS trades in New York Stock Exchange. No, 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 no. Oh, we map. Yeah. 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 It's um, they, they, they spacked, right, Tim? They de-spacked, um, yeah. and uh, the guys at Silver Spike brought that deal. Um, it's it's a real company, and it's a company that, in fact, is, is the largest marketplace by far. Uh, in fact, if a lot of folks are going online to look up their favorite brand, they're probably going to find it on, on Weed Maps. It probably could be the portal and the conduit from which they're actually going to make that purchase. Joel, so, Joel uh, the, the, the ticker is MAPS, M-A-P-S, uh, on that. Uh, look, Tim, we'll let you go. Uh, see more Thanks so much, Tim. Tim. Uh, Man, you are such a you are such a mensch for coming on today from the cabinet. I love the cab segment. We should do that yeah. a weekly segment. We, we, you know, look, um, cash there, cab. There was no way I wasn't showing up. I, at the end of the day, everyone commutes, right? So why not? Uh, and gets their kids off to school, those that have them. So this was one of those days. Thank so you sure. so much. But I, I let's do this more regularly. And uh, love being on the show. There this is go. this is a really it's a great combination of content, and it's just a great listen. So uh, you guys are doing a great job. Thanks, Pleasure Tom. as always, Tim. Have a good one. See you guys. Thanks. All right. Gosh, in the SPs 1050, 461050. Wow. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's going to be one of those guys, days. If you want, we can start doing some more remote. Like, we can do Joel from a cab, me from a cab, you know? Like, we can do. Yeah. We can do. There's no cabs around here. Are there any cabs in Detroit still? No, but we can hop on uh, the the Q line. I can hop on the Q line if you want. I could do a, do a hit from the That'd Q be line. a lot of technology to do no, from your phone hard. and everything. You could, that was incredible. He did that. I, I, I I'm honored, man. That, that I was, like that. That's he just was a fun so segment. Cool. It's, it's one of the best interviews we've had in a long We're time. seeing stuff going on. He's dealing with the cab. If we would have paid it's, him Bitcoin, it would have been perfect. <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> uh, Brian says Dennis can go from a horse carriage. Do you have those up there in in Canada, Dennis? Dog sleds. Dog, Dog sleds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, are, are you going to enter the Iditarod this year? Yeah, maybe. Uh, all right, wait, <laughs> Craig, real, real fast. Craig just dropped dropped just a super chat for Grogen G R W G. Let's uh, see. Broke below ten yesterday. I'll say that. That's nine bucks now, right? The but problem is all I, to, I'm. I've just been bearish on the sector for so long. I don't know. I it's you know, there's gonna know, be yeah. some like diamonds in the rough. Maybe you go with like Seymour. He does his homework. He knows a lot more about the sector than I do. I think if I'm getting into cannabis, I'm gonna go with Tim Seymour because he knows his company is much better than I do. Why not buy, you know, what he's buying? So I think I'd probably go with that. Remember, that's a good you know, call. You've got to be careful with some of these because they can be thin pre-market and you know wait till the stock's open when you when the etf's open some of these etfs are thin in the pre-market so just be careful when you're trading those mm-hmm. look for a hit of a, a green candle i mean just a hit i mean because if, if you you wouldn't be buying it at 1305 but this has been down one two three four five this is the seventh month in a row so look wait for oh boy another leg down here 4608 uh wait for a green candle here yesterday's low it's a bear party 
Wow, Dennis, man, you shouldn't have said you sold some of your cues. I know. I really did it in when I said I sold some of my cues yesterday. Yeah. Did they? Someone said Peloton kicked out of the Nasdaq. Is that true? Probably. What? I don't it's know. Down. Someone just said Peloton. Sorry, Joel, making new lows again. I know it's not your stock; it's Lisa's stock. That's a so stupid. Joel, stock. Joel, Joel actually feels pretty good about the stock going down because he's right, <laughs> even though he's losing money. Because he's been right the whole time, and he wasn't allowed to sell it because it was Lisa's pick. <laughs> I'm gonna throw that thing out. Oh, trash! <laughs> Something. He got all his I'm clothes hanging on. He's gonna throw it out worth. the bloody window. I can't even do it anymore. I can't even get oh. on the thing to do it anymore. I, I should can't. buy it from you because I have so much snow outside right now. I need a Peloton. I should buy it from you, Joel. Can you give me a deal on that thing? Ship yeah. it up. The shipping's going to be brutal from you know from Michigan across just... the across the border, but because I can't drive over and get it. Yeah, well, I, I well, I just saw the headline as well. I so yeah, Peloton is uh, is um, is leaving the Nasdaq 100. Old Dominion's going in. in, in it was in uh, the Nasdaq 100. I, I I'll be honest, I didn't realize that. No, was it? Peloton was part of the queues. That's what. I mean, yeah, that's what they're saying. Why did they and, do that? And Joel, Joel's point. Oh, was, no wonder that queue's been going down. Peloton. They got Peloton. It's a verb. Kramer made it a verb. Joel's experience with Peloton is is proof of sometimes why, like, there are more of important things than, like, a happy marriage is more important than being right sometimes or saving saving a few bucks on a stock. Yeah. Because uh, Joel, Joel made that trade a year ago. He traded for the happy marriage. Over yeah, there. he did. He wanted to sell it all the way up. It's the yeah. only stock ever that I've asked her to let's have a you sell put the stock business in. proposal even together. Uh, I said let's, you know, if we wouldn't have bought that other that other piece, I don't even want to talk about the price. But I said if we if it goes down, I even say it's going down, or you know, it's going to thirty. I said if it goes down, we're we're exit point, and that was one thirty. That's a hundred sticks away. Oh. That's unbelievable. I know. It's been a tough Peloton. We're not talking cold. about Peloton anymore. It's going to be banned learn. from the show. I, well, I but just, when it, when I it goes, when it like, gets delisted. I seriously think Peloton, I'm sorry, folks, could go to like 10 bucks. Like it's, you know, it's still got, what's the valuation on that thing? There, the, the business model, you know, is obviously hurting here now. I mean, obviously, you know, they did well with the pandemic, but what's that, what's the market cap of Peloton still? Uh, it's still worth eleven billion dollars uh, for a stationary bike company. Sold to you, sorry, uh, sorry, con- Joel, sorry, content, Lisa, I should say. It's a content play, but yeah, I can't. It, I mean, not, it's over. I'm it's not, massively I'm... oversold. I've tried to play the bounce on this thing from a trading perspective a few times, only to get Peloton to myself. So you know, eventually, well, thirty dollars, nice psychological whole number, maybe it can bounce to thirty-one or thirty-two. Is it going back to fifty, sixty, ninety? I think those days are long gone, and I still think the path of least resistance, unfortunately, is lower. I'd be selling rips. I'm not selling dips, but I'd be selling rips. And what about space yesterday? Oh. Because it went right to the SPAC level of $10. It is breaching $10 here today. It's now $9.72 for the 60-second $350,000 outer space mission. What a story that just went ice cold. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, if you look at, if you really zoom out on the bottom right chart, there it almost looks like, you know, a spaceship that, like, you know, the first left there, the first high there is like the rocket. The 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 one to the right is the launch pad, and then it it I don't know, yeah. came back down. A yeah, little. they drew themselves in the chart. Yeah. Anyway, unfortunately, I don't think there's going to be another blast off. 
I don't think so either. There'll be a little blast off from like six to seven. Everybody like, we're back, we're back, we're all excited, we're back. And then uh, it just leaks now. It, we, it's 8.55. We got five minutes left here. Let's do some ticker time. If you have a ticker for us, drop it in the chat. We will take a look. Um, Martin just mentioned Disney. They, they caught a downgrade this morning. And I don't remember who, who was it. It was... Key? It Key was Bank? Soccer Pie. It was Guggenheim. Oh, guess uh, Giving it a $165 price target. Only down to neutral. Uh, yeah. So- no, not super. But it, wow. I think Disney's a good reopening play. Watching Boba Fett. Anybody else catching the Boba Fett? It's pretty it's on, good. It's on the list, Dennis. Please. Pretty good. I'm not going to say anything about it. We're three episodes in. I like that they mm-hmm. come out with an episode every Wednesday, so I get excited on my Wednesday night. I go watch Boba what, Fett. What's it called? The um, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. You don't even know who Boba Fett is. He, Joel, he, all you need to know is he, he was a character in the – he's in the original uh, it, movies. He's just he actually, What original and, movie? In the, the one st- in the Star Wars trilogy, yeah, he, he was in. Oh, he, he he was a bounty hunter that captured Han Solo, brought him to Jabba the Hutt. So yeah. Anyway, there you go. Um, interesting. Just want to jump in. Disney falling back. Oh, we want to talk. Wait, we're going to talk. I, I got to give some content. Here. Content for Disney Plus. The Earth, the Earth one with Will Smith right now at a at a Geo. Check that one out. Dennis. Is it good? It's really good. I love Will Smith. I like it. Will Smith's so underrated. He was hot there for a while in the 90s, and then we haven't heard much from him since. Maybe he's, you know, doing other things now, but Will Smith's awesome. I love Will Smith. He hasn't made a hit movie. Wow, we talk sports, and now we got got Cisco Cisco and Ebert on. Cisco and Ebert here. Our chat's too young to know who they were. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. are. you kidding me? I know who they are, and I'm not. Everybody knows who Cisco is. I'm a young, and I know who they are. Um, Anyway. On Disney... I think I'd be a buyer of the pullback right now. Um, oh, man. One, I, I don't know if you're going to get a shot at the lows. I'd love to get it back down 142, 143. I'm not sure you're going to get a shot there. I think you're sticking Disney your long-term account. I think you'd be okay, though. Because I think we're going to get a reopening trade here. I think, um, And that's coming in the next couple of weeks. I think the content Disney Plus, a lot of that bonus has come out of it. And then the recent sell-off, we know they need more content. Stuff, the content they have is excellent. Above effects, good. But it's not enough. We've said that for a long time. It's not enough content on it. So I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I think, you're, I think you're early at 152. You think? Yeah. What about 151? Halfway back, you know, well, that was a pretty nice rally. Down. You might get a shot there. 150, 151. Let's see if we can just stay. You know, if we, whatever like the low it. is today, you make a couple other lows in that area, and then. You know, and then you got something to lean on in the house of mouse. Wow, what a quiet consolidation before uh get down down three thirty four. So and what's the PE? What's the PE? Uh, That's a good question. It's, it's still high because of the Disney Plus nonsense. So well, um, it's kind of high because the parks are closed. Yeah, you know, we're not closed, but the parks are at full capacity. Thirty three. Are the parks at full capacity now? Are we at full I, capacity? I, I I don't I don't I can't keep up honestly, Dennis. I really yeah. don't know. Spencer, on your uh, on, are you getting the same thing on both ESPN sometimes on the weekend or when you watch it? Like they have the same thing on both channels? No, because I, I use the app on the. Okay, app. hey, listen, guys, I got to hop real quick. I just want to say, so. uh, pre market prep plus today. I'm putting the link in there. Um, I'm opening it up today because uh, Sean is piping hot and he has uh Sean Udall's coming on. So hop in there. Yep. He's got stock picks and the dogs too. Sean's so great. 
Join us. I was going to take me a few minutes here to uh, get over there, but I'll see you all in a little right. bit. Joel, I'll catch you for out the close today. And okay. then, and that'll be the last we hear of Joel for a week because he's taken off all Joel. next week. But you, you, still it, you know the market's crash when Joel's gone. No, it's when you leave. Is the well, it's only when I leave that the market crashes. So yeah, it'll be okay when Joel's gone. market should be fine next week. Uh, Let's do two tickers. I'll do two for you. Snow. I'll take snow right now. Again, growthy stock. Great company. Nosebleed valuation. I'd say if you're trying it, you got you got to hold the lows, two seventy three. But this is the kind of stock that their the market is not liking right now. Uh, can we bring Mitch on here? So here's the plan: uh, Mitch is going to hang out for a few minutes solo, um, and or, or with Dennis, and uh, and I'm going to hang out for two minutes. And, with Mitch, and, and I'll, 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 I'm going to get ready for our next show, which is going to start at nine fifteen. Mitch, uh, you Mitch just slacked me. You slacked me a, a reminder to talk about Sherwin Williams SHW because <laughs> they had earnings this morning and the earnings weren't good. So, uh, paint we have company talk- not having good uh, input yeah. price, input costs, eh? I don't know. I didn't look at. <laughs> I didn't know. You know what it is. <laughs> if they are disappointing. It's going to be getting squeezed. Yeah, definitely taking a hit here, Sherman Williams. My question is: Has he been working on the moves? You know what I'm talking wax about, on, Dennis. Wax off. Hey, wax on, wax off. Do you watch baby. the karate? Have you watched the Karate Kid on Netflix? Have you watched I, that? I had a feeling this was going to Netflix. We're going. We're going to talk movies here. I stay on this show all day. We can just talk you know, Netflix, Netflix here. baby. I love that Karate Kid. That's a four. I watched the whole fourth season in like two days. I couldn't even stop. It, it's watching the it. number one rated uh, show right now on. Netflix. Did you watch all? We won't talk about it. Did you watch them all? Have I haven't watched them? watched them all. I've watched the first two seasons. I need, I need, I still got two more seasons to go through. That's but, good. Hey, it, it, I think it gets better. On. The second season was Wax slow. Off. First season was awesome. You get Johnny and Johnny Lawrence, I mean, is just a rocks as a main character. I mean, I look back at the Karate Kid and he was a bad guy. He rocks that role. Like he is making that show. Um, you know, and then the second season slow. Third season's good. Fourth season's really good, too. So it keeps picking it up. But Hey, um, we'll now, see if so. Netflix can catch something here by 500. We're going back to a big support. So we'll see on Netflix what happens You know what? There. Yeah. You get to 500. That is a big number, Mitch. Lots of support down there. I like your eye here on this one. I think I'd try Netflix for a bounce in the, low, in, 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 in the 500 area. Yeah, I think right? you're right. That's a big psychological level. Valuation's still kind of nosebleed. But not as nosebleed as some of this other stuff, believe it or not. So it's kind of grown into its valuation to a certain extent. And they pound out the content. I watched Squid Game for the second time. I rewatched the entire uh, <laughs> series there because it was that good. And I was like, yeah, I'm watching it the second time around to catch things. And I was like, man, this show is just really good. So we'll Netflix, you know, they, they have a lot, a lot of crap on there too. But the one thing they have over Disney Plus is they have a ton of content. You can always find something new to watch on Netflix. I think I'd be a buyer on Netflix down at five hundred. I got to do some more homework, put the CFA cap on, see what ridiculous valuation I'm paying for that thing. But Netflix at five hundred sounds like a good number to me. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. All right. So one thing I'll definitely say, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and get on out of here, Dennis. Have a yeah. great trading day, and yeah. we'll see you back. Like always. All right. So one area that I'm really concerned about today is, of course, technology and software application, guys. I think this is where you're going to see the weakest part of tech really show its face. Um, Why? Because a lot of these stocks kind of are newer IPOs or newer issues that came out and have these massive growth outlooks that are just not getting met. Right. And so 
you can take a look at the high capitalization ones like CRM right now. Look how this is looking lately. Um, this is on the weekly, but let's look at the daily. Daily looks like it wants to take out lows and keep coming down. CRM, SAP, even looking like it's turning around. Even a company, the big ones like SAP, looking like it's going to break down. Get through this 135 today, head down towards 130. Uh, Shopify really breaking down there. One of the favorites for a while. Snow breaking down. I don't even like this one. I think this one eventually even goes down and takes out 200. Um, so definitely look for these for maybe shorts if you're looking for some shorts. Uh, Coin, I think, is going to take out the low. Um, I know that everyone wants to see Coinbase go up, but at the same time, I don't see anything on the chart that tells me that Coinbase is going up. Everything points more to the downside. And another stock that I'm kind of concerned about is like these newer ones, like Fresh. I don't know if you guys know Fresh, but here you guys have it. New IPO, right? Came out in kind of September. Look where it is now, just straight down. I think some of these might actually disappear or be takeouts once they get to a uh, low evaluation. But I mean, even like a, a company like Roblox, I would be concerned today. Um, but definitely software is where I think you're going to see the biggest weakness of uh, Splunk is one that I've given for a while. I'm going to look for this one to break through the support and just crush back down through 110. Um, we'll see what happens on these, but definitely be careful out there. And Monday is another one that we've given for a while from the 300 spot, literally over here. And you could just shorting that 300. So just be careful out there. A lot of weakness showing up in the software names all right catching up with the names up there in the chat let's get some tickers what about lmt it looks like it's going to pop on the daily says daniel i'll take a look at lmt lockheed martin here let's take a look at the daily daily does look like it's trying to push on up the question is how much can this get going um i mean this is something maybe to play if you're looking for something to go up and you can't find things that are going up so I would be careful though, because it's kind of in this kind of long word sideways trend here. Um, really needs to get back above 380s for me to get positive on this, because it could just turn back around towards 350 today. All right, let's keep going. What are the ones being mentioned in the chat? Looking like JP Morgan, uh, Big Miss, JPM. Uh, let's take a look here. I'm not liking the banks as much as Dennis was. Dennis was mentioning the banks this morning. Um, I mean, maybe if you're in a longer term, you can take a look at some of the banks. But for me, I think they're pulling back right now. But, I mean, maybe this is a buying opportunity. For me, I got out of Goldman Sachs for a loss, 3.83% loss. Um, we're going to see what happens with this one. But it just didn't want to hold the 400. It got on up there towards a high of 412, but didn't want to take that out. And we'll keep an eye on Goldman Sachs. But right now, I think it's an off touch. I think it's coming back towards support. And it could test 380s today. All right, let's go. Etsy, Turo. I'll take a look at it. Etsy's really getting hit hard. A lot of these specialty retails are getting hit hard. One of the ones that I gave earlier in the week was eBay. And I'm going to look for this one to continue breaking down through the low. We, we shorted this one from around 66, uh, 36 all the way down to a 65. Look how this one continues to look weak. I think you're going to see more continued weakness in some of these specialty retail stocks. OSTK is another example. Look how weak this has gotten after a big push. 
long candle consolidation, nice big chart now failing the pattern and coming on down to lower levels. All right, some other ones that are being mentioned, SoFi, SoFi being mentioned. This is a scary one. I personally have given this one and I've worn just about everyone I can in this name. I don't really like it. It's not my favorite. Why? Because the monthly chart really resembles one that's trying to break the low and head down to the 52-week low. And I think this could end up being at $10 or below $10 in the next week or so. All right, cruise lines taking a hit. Let's take a look here at CCL and the pre-market here. Yeah, it's pulling back, but not really, not massive. Um, you could look at these for maybe pullbacks as these have been going up for about two weeks now. We'll see if these can pull back and get on to, like, let's say, 20 today. Uh, Carnival Cruise, if you're looking for a short. Skills is a no-touch. This is just going down and continues going down. This has been a no-touch for me since whew, since the first day it started. Um, this stock went to 45, and I always said, I don't like skills. I just don't see anything competitive advantage that they have, and they're not coming out with games to really push them to the next level. Baba being mentioned here. Um, I'm going to look to see what happens on Baba today. I did call a short on JD yesterday, which was an awesome short. But we're going to look to see what happens on JD today. Do we come back on up and take out 74? If we take out 74, I'm going to be looking to potentially see some upside in these Chinese stock. Sometimes it's best just to take the buy button off your keyboard. Today is one of those days. Yeah, I can see that happening for sure. All right, upstart me mentioning now in the chat. I got you guys. I'll keep running through some tickers. You guys keep throwing them. But do me the favor. Hit the like. We're only at 323 likes. I want to get to 500 likes. That's why I came on to do some stocks for you guys. And up next, we're going to get towards all access with Spencer. I got some great surprises on there. And stick around, traders. For us, they're going to be on live trading. What we're going to do is we're going to keep live trading in the chat. I'm going to be taking some shorts probably today. And then you guys in the chat can definitely chat with me. And then I'll hop on at 1040 to give a market review. So stay on, guys, right here on Benzinga. Mitch, what do you think about puts on Peloton, considering it leaving NASDAQ 100? I think you're late to the party, Matt. Um, not saying that it's a bad trade, but it doesn't have that much gas left. I think if you would have been shorting on pops, that's a little bit different. But now you're shorting into weakness. So to me, on these green candles, everyone was kind of more of a short to get into. If you look and you tried to short the resistance every time, let's say this resistance, you, you could have been short. You could have been short this resistance. You could have been short right here at the breakdown of this support becoming resistance right here. And then coming in resistance right here. So I would be shorting off resistance versus support. But if you are shorting off support, just understand that that's your breakdown point and you don't want to see it get back above and claim that like this 32.23 where today you only get towards a high of 32.41 and then it flips on down. All right, let's keep going. Uh, another one, opportunities like this set you up for the next five years. I mean, it depends, right? Um, I don't think the market's pulled back enough for you to say that this is the time. But hey, that's up to you to determine. And like always, determine what works best for you. 
Davidia being mentioned in the chat. It's one of the favorites from our show. So we'll take a look at that one. Um, definitely coming back towards the 260s. I think this eventually comes back even down towards 220s. The Qs are definitely not in favor right now. If you look at the Qs, we are not coming back towards this 400 that we were really trying to get up and hold. We can't hold the 400. Every time we get up there, we fail, we fail, we fail. Now we're testing back down. We could have come even down towards the 360s, um, but 370s I think is in play today. We'll see what happens in the queues. Ford had an awesome day yesterday. I'm expecting a little bit of a pullback day today um, after a major rip on up. Maybe a pull down towards 24. Look for 24 as a hold. And let's take a look at Lucid. That's been a big mover lately, but definitely turned around yesterday. Um, as you can see, we've been really coming on back down, back down to the 41 already. I think we keep flushing down on Lucid. On the 19th, we have a lockup period that's going to open up. We're talking about on Wednesday of next week. So just be careful. I think Lucid could be down by 35 by next week. Square being mentioned. Square has been one of the most beat up charts since October. We've talked about this. And since then, I've drawn the red flag and I said, stay away from Square, PayPal, Visa, MasterCard. They showed warning signs and I was going to be staying away. Have I day traded these to the upside to maybe catch the potential uh, bounce? Yes. But that doesn't mean that I want to get long term and trying to catch these bounce. Um, I think this could eventually come down all the way towards like 100 and even 50. If Square comes down to 150, I would rather wait till then till we get some sideways consolidation and then jump into these names. Lucid goes to 20, says Hansek. Hey, we'll see what happens there. Um, let's keep going, guys. Smash the like. We're at 414 likes. I'm trying to get to uh, 500 likes today. We got about two minutes left to get towards all access. I want to get covered with two more stocks here, and then we're going to get ready for the bell. All right, let's go ahead. Let me see what's going out there. API ever come back? No, API, I don't think it's going to come back. And this is what I'm concerned about, right? I talked to you guys. What's my most concerning industry? It's software application. Because charts like this, where the stock went in early 21, massively up and just hasn't turned around and has been a horrible outlook now. Um, Asana is one you can keep an eye out to watch this one continue breaking down towards 40. I think you'll see this one break down. Even HubSpot, that is one of like a, a favorite in the software right now. I think you're going to cut this by more than half. So if we drew the retracement from the move here, let's say from the top of the move, we're already at 50%. I think we're going into 61.8, which is at 400. So you could look for bounces maybe up towards 550 or 500 to short. But I do think this one continues on the downside. A lot of these application ones are the weakest ones. So just be careful, especially if you like some of these application ones. BBIG was a big mover yesterday. We'll see what happens. Yes, we'll, ha we'll see what happens today. Um, we actually were trying to trade this one. Um, and it eventually pushed on up. You know, this one eventually went all the way up to 375, which could have been a 21% trader on this. I actually lost a little bit on the shares. I lost 10 cents on this trade yesterday when it washed out to the 295s. Um, but we'll keep an eye out on this BBIG. 
to see if it keeps going today. All right, guys, it's going to do it for me on pre-market prep. I hope you guys enjoyed the day. Like always, smash the like, guys. We're going to keep going and pushing in the market. If you guys want to join me in the chat right now on All Access, I'll be watching and, of course, doing a little bit of trading on the side. Smash that thumbs on up. Let us know what you think about All Access. We did some nice graphical changes. I hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll see you there. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, I gotta end this one. Lovely, lovely. 